Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Funny Traveling Stories. Let me know what you guys think and let me know, um, please email me any of your stories that I would love to share online here. Again, I do have a paid one so you get an extra exclusive episode of Funny Travel Stories once, uh, once a week. It's 99 cents a month if you want to listen to more twice a week. Um, I would love to hear your guys' stories as well. And um, I do have a Patreon um, where I explain board games and go through the games alongside my YouTube channel. Same thing. They coincide with each other and my dog reacting channel. So please go check those out. Um... And yeah, so let's get into this. So, um, so story number one, England was our second international trip as a family. And for some reason, we almost exclusively used those hop on hop off buses to get around. But one of our last times on those sightseeing buses turned out to be the most eventful. This happened in Edinburgh as per usual. As per usual, we got to the designated starting point early and claimed seats at the top. We had a wide choice of seats. The only other person on the top deck was two older women sitting together. I decided to sit halfway back, mainly because at at, at this point, in a week, in a two-week trip, I was annoyed with my family and was having a mini fight with my sister, so I remember wanted to be further away from them. The end, this ended up with me sitting near the older women. Our guide for this ride was a middle-aged woman and thanked us for our patience as they waited for other people to join us, join the bus. I watched as the guide and the driver stood outside of the bus. I was starting I was just staring forward, a bit tired of all the sightseeing we'd already done that day. That's why I was the loud. That's why the loud thump behind me startled me so much. I turned backward to see a tall, shaved head, skinny man standing among the back seat, and a mostly empty bottle of vodka clanging to the floor. The old woman also noticed the newcomer and whispered, "Where'd he come from?" She said, looking at me. My mind couldn't comprehend how this man just appeared as the only stairs to the top deck were closer to the front of the bus. I slowly thought, did he really just jump to the top or climbed up from the outside? He walked briskly to the front where my parents noticed him. He smiled at them and they smiled back. Then without warning, he grabbed the tour guide's purse and she had left She had left on her seat and bolted down the stairs. It happened so fast, my parents didn't realize what was happening, but I did. From our vantage point or vantage point on top of the bus, we could easily see him sprint past the pa- the driver and guide down the street in front of us. I remember yelling, meekly thief, and that is when the guide noticed he was running away with her handbag. She and the driver started yelling and making a commotion as if they ran down the street after him. Also, from our vantage point, we could see on the other side of the road from us, we, we, as we saw it was a police car parked near the entrance to the mall, and the police were already outside of their vehicle when they heard the shouting. I watched in slow-mo as the two police officers chased the skinny drunk thief. As he turned the corner of the street, the police caught up to him, and one flung themselves on top of the man, knocking him down. We all cheered. They caught him. They caught the thief. They cuffed him and dragged him back to their waiting 
uh, police car. The police then started taking witness statements of what had occurred. Another police car arrived to help this, help take the statements. I didn't mind the delay an hour tour as this was now so much more exciting. I waited for my turn to give my statement as I was excited to tell the officer that the man had incredible jumped slash climb to the top of the double-decker bus. It was a very hot day in August, even more so at the top of the bus. I looked over at the suspect in the police car. The car wasn't running, so they had rolled the back window partly down so the suspect would have some fresh air, or at least this is a good deed the police thought they were going. They were doing instead the in, ingenious and determined thief was shimming his skinny self out of the window. Hands still cuffed, he then sprinted again past the police interviewing witnesses again in slow-mo. I watched now four police officers attempt to chase the man. He didn't get as far, but was putting up one heck of a fight, punching officers with his handcuffs, uh, handcuffed hands, kicking them with his long legs. At one point, after knocking down some of the officers, he made a break for it, and I, as I watched and I watched as a rather fat police officer jumped and body slammed the man to the ground and stayed on top of him until a police van arrived, this time with bars on the windows. At this point, police officers didn't care about witness statements anymore, and our poor guide was completely shaken up. We were told we could go as the driver got on board. I looked over to see the skinny man had already fit his head and one shoulder through the vertical bars of the open van windows. As he attempted to make another escape, the guide saw this, and her voice broke a bit as she did her introduction. She was still in shock and adrenaline due to the situation. As we turned the corner, we heard sirens saw an armored police car on the way down the street. We just came, the street we just came. The guide quipped that it may be from our friend, we all laughed as at that. Still, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen while traveling. That is crazy. Um, that guy put up so much of a fight and just got himself into deeper shit because you don't assault a police officer. Don't do that ever. When you're just cooperate when you're in those positions because you'll just make it worse for yourself. <sighs> so I don't know if this is. I think this is a, a story. I used to watch travel shows, and one of my favorites was Samantha Brown. She often had good tips about things to see and eat. A couple of weeks before my wife and I were leaving for the Greek island, Samantha was doing shows from some of our destinations like Athens, Mykonos, etc. I've been to the, both of those places anyways, and I made note of some good advice. We were halfway through our trip, having a wonderful time waiting for a ferry from Paros going to Naxos. When up through the line of people came Miss Brown and crew. I struck up a conversation with her, and then she asked if I'd be if I'd be on her tenth anniversary appreciation show. So the crew proceeded to film. Oh, and he she, he ended up or she ended up on the show. That's cool. Next one. I met my girlfriend in Munich, or Munich. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. We both live in California. We were both staying at the same hostel, and I decided to go on the walking tour because I wanted to be more social. The next morning, right when we were leaving the hostel, I go to chatting with some guy from New Jersey, and he happened to ask me where I was from. When I replied, California, my sexy 
replied from behind. Oh, a fellow, a fellow Californian. Of course, I had to investigate the fellow Californian. After talking to her for a few minutes, I knew that she was special. We had amazing chemistry from the beginning and are basically the same person. We went to a beer garden and shared a pretzel and well beer that afternoon, or that first afternoon, first fields. Okay, wait. I'm after talking garden first held hands at the top of the St. Peter's Bell Tower overlooking the Glockenspiel and had our first kiss in the England Garden English Garden. Four months later we lived together, we're both happier than we've ever been. We're best friends and lovers, all because we both happened to stay in the same German hostel. The universe had a plan for you. Oh, this is two years ago. So this is posted six years ago, and then uh, someone commented, are you still together? And this is two years ago they were engaged. So we'll see. That is actually nice. Universe had, so it's like you guys were meant to be. Number four, dinner at North Korean restaurant in Nam Penh. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to read that. I'm not going to read that one. Sorry, guys. Uh, just because it is that country, right? Okay, I'm, a, I'm an American guy who lived in England for 11 months in 2015 to 2016. My Ukrainian friend and I decided to go to EDC UK in a place near London. We had a place to stay outside of Birmingham and the plan was to take a train to the festival in the morning and head back on the last train that night. On the way there, there was empty. we emptied half of the two liter of Coke and filled it with rum and managed to sit next to some Scottish lads with the exact same idea. So we finished our respective rum and Coke concoctions while chatting with our new buds just before arriving at the station. As soon as we stood up, we knew we were already pretty drunk. <sighs> Once in a festival, we drank a ridiculous amount of beer and ate practically no food. The fest was good, or great, and much dancing slash drinking ensued. Avicii was the headliner of the event, and we really wanted to stay and watch, but we needed to make it make it to the last train. The last the station was about one point five miles away from the ground, so we decided to stay for one more song then run to the station. We realized we had fifteen minutes to catch the last train, and had an oh crap moment. We were borderline blacked out, but somehow managed to literally sprint the whole way there. We realized we were on the opposite side of the station entrance and stupidly decided to jump the fence and across the tracks. We arrived panting and exhausted and had literally one minute to spare. As soon as we hopped up to the platform, some police immediately came and started questioning us. We were completely out of breath um, and, and drunk and badly drunk, so I'm sure we looked like a mess. They decided to find us something along the lines of a couple hundred pounds, but I told them I was leaving the country the next week. As the officer was writing us the ticket, we saw our train leave. Miraculously, they didn't take us to a drunk tank, and we were left with nowhere to go. We walked around town and managed to find some unused trash bags. It was a pretty chilly evening despite being July and we huddled up inside our trash bags so close to to a McDonald's. We looked at each other in our pitiful states and just laughed our butts off. It was miserable at the time but looking back the whole experience was pretty fun. P.S. never paid that fine. Oops. 
and went to EDC UK a week before leaving the country, got borderline blackout drunk, got fined, missed our train, slept in trash bags, and might have a warrant out for my arrest overall. That story was edited six years ago. Is the, has there been an update? Doesn't look like it. Okay. We got time for one more. So that one, is there not like taxis around for that story there? There must be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have had, gotten a taxi home, but whatever. Whatever. Okay, last one. My girlfriend and I bought a camper van while traveling around New Zealand. As we were driving through the middle of the North Island, I blew up the radiator as it was a Friday evening, so it took a couple hours for a tow truck to get us. And eventually when it did arrive, only one seat, it only had one seat, so we had to ride in the van while it was on the back of the truck. Despite our holiday plans being up in the air, we just laughed so much while riding up so high on the back of this truck. The closest town was about an hour away, and it didn't have much there besides a pretty cool mini golf. Course had to wait till Monday for the mechanic to look at the van, and then another four days for a new radiator to be shipped. So. So we ended up booking into this really, really cheap, really, really weird hostel where the owner would let people stay for free for doing work around the hostel. Some of this work included painting any bit of blank wall in the place, so there was a lot of shitty random murals and paintings everywhere. We played a lot of board games and got real good at mini golf that week. The best part of the situation, though, is we broke down right around the mountain doom scene from Lord of the Rings were filmed, so we actually broke down while driving through Mordor. That's kind of neat, actually. <laughs> I know uh, that's my dream, Nathan, and my dream, hun dream honeymoon because he loves Lord of the Rings. He's a go-to for Lord of the Rings, and that's one of his favorite movies. Anyways... You guys have a great night. Please, I would love to. I'd love for your emails to come through to for me to hear your stories and share them online. Um, even if it is the full episode, that would be really cool. I'd love to do that. Other people's travel lives. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then that also helps people decipher. Okay, maybe or decide like maybe we should try this place or maybe we should try that place. And I'd love to hear it. You guys have an awesome rest of your day. Bye now.